Dan's Driving Double Feature Presents Spooky Minute Set in a Ghost House, Episode 11. This is a minute-by-minute podcast covering the two horror films Spookies and Ghost House from the second half of the 80s. And this is Episode 11 covering Minutes 11 of both of those films. I'm your host, Dan. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this uh, podcast, and if you, I hope you're also listening to the others, 70s Friends of Frankenstein and Howling 2 and 7-2. So... Where are we here? We're starting with Spookies, and then we go Ghost House. And Spookies, the previous minute Spookies ended. Yeah, those two cars full of douchebags, they're, they're driving along. And uh, they, they seem to be within the vicinity of the big spooky house with the graveyard in front. And the previous minute ended with Billy, the little kid who just turned 13, going into the house and basically saying... Happy birthday, Billy, from all of us. Hey, a surprise party. So you didn't forget after all. This is really great. You can come out now. Billy may not be the smartest. It is a completely deserted house, but in one room there is... Yeah, a huge sort of birthday seven. It's a, it's 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 wonderful because when you the the, the it, it's a, it's actually nice. But you know the um the two original directors put down the third director who was brought in. Um, but the the opening with Billy kind of walking towards the camera, saying he could, he could definitely have his own room here, and the camera kind of pulling back a little, and suddenly out of like the the left hand side of the frame, this this br- br- not really that bright lit up, but sort of room with light in it that has a party set up at this huge long table suddenly appears like and it's like whoa what the heck and there's a big big present on it and there's there seems to be a child at first i thought it was a corpse and i thought it was like deranged or something but it looks like there's a big doll sitting at one spot this doesn't bother billy you know billy and i have the same hair he's he's kind of let it get a little long and it gets curly mine's doing mine does that too um and Billy, um, I don't mean to be rude, but you you got braces. You need to keep those things. Those things need to get tightened like once a month. I know it's a pain in the ass. I had them too. But at least your orthodontist probably didn't die like mine did, which is why my bottom teeth are crooked. But you got, you got I think it looks like he has braces, so he's going to need to go back home. Or maybe like, wouldn't that be funny? If it's like, we, we can't find Billy, but what we do, we check all the orthodontists in the country. Because once a month he has to stop in. Well, there's this one uh, young boy who came in. His name was Barney. Oh, yeah? What, what did he look like? He had, he had big dreams and a, and a baseball cap and kind of curly hair and a hoodie. Oh, really? Hmm, that could have been Billy. I'm not sure. Um, I think I had before he do stuff like that. Wait until the braces are done. And I hate the fact that he, he's sharing a room with someone um, on a day when he uh, they forget his birthday. That, that's too bad. But yeah, I mean, obviously it's creepy to see the room like that. I mean, it's it's right out of a variation of, say, um, The Redeemer. 
AK Clash Reunion Massacre when the six people go inside the completely deserted, completely empty, dilapidated high school building. They find this beautiful, well, slightly chintzy, but but room set up with a buffet and everything. A slaughter high, you know, obviously does the same thing. Um, yeah, but this is obviously the the kids' version of it. It's it's set up like a birthday with a big cake and and big presents and a strange life size doll. And the weirdest thing about it is, and this is I guess what should make him run all the upside down balloons. Now I know if you spin like a cross, an upside down cross. I mean I've seen Bart Larue Satan War, and upside that would be a fun one for a minute by minute. But I know like an upside down cross is nope that's that's the evil stuff but what about like upside down balloons at a part i mean they're all hanging there but they're all upside down i mean i get that they're hanging them from the ceiling i guess or the yeah well i guess they're shooting inside the house so they're hanging i get that they're hanging from from the ceiling but um that's just weird to see all the balloons upside down. Like, I don't think I've ever seen... I mean, my first thought in the closing moment of this, there's this little robot that's out in the hall that's coming towards him. It looks like a very familiar sort of robot that I may have had. Um, actually, no, I had a little robot when I was a kid. And it's the robot, if you've ever seen the film Rotor. Uh, there's a robot. I forget if it's... Um, is it Cold Iron? Or is it the senator that Cold Iron talks to has i think it's i think it's cold iron has this little robot little white sort of robot with arms and and rolls along and turns and stuff i had that little robot i think it was called willy or something like that don't quote me on that but this is another sort of robot this this is this isn't really like a robot like that this is a wind-up toy shaped like a robot whereas that other thing was actually like um like um, a little more sophisticated um but but yeah billy sees in the minute ends with it and and the the lovely it's actually a nice framing at the end of the minute you get uh the rights the the screen uh cut into thirds and you get billy on the right with uh, looking away from us down towards the floor the middle of the frame is the doorway with light shining into the uh, out into the darkness with the little robot there and the and the far left third of the frame are these upside down balloons and it looks like some kind of weird almost sort of ritual i mean is there a thing like if you go to a kid's party and all the balloons are upside down does that mean all the kids are going to die i don't know what that means but i never noticed it till now all those freaking upside down balloons what is that does that does that mean something i don't know I fear bad things in, in Billy's future, but they did, um, apart from those upside-down balloons, they did really set it up. I mean, they got him a card, and I wonder if he recognizes the handwriting on it. He's like, huh, this is written in blood. Grandma. Hmm. I mean, he's pretty, um... It's funny, it's such a weird response, though, isn't it? I mean, you run away from home. You're in the middle of the woods. You, obviously, he's never been in the house before because he, he makes the comment, you know, about being able to have his own room in this place. And um, he's he's in the house. He's never been there before. He, maybe he's even lost. I don't know. But he's clearly some distance from home. And somehow the... I mean, it's like it's like one of those things like where the... Um, you know, in Rambo First Blood Part Two, when you know the 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 Viet Cong soldier like is walking through the woods, uh, is walking through the jungle under trees, under trees, and then he pauses for a moment under one tree, and then Rambo leaps on him from the top, you know, down from the top of the tree. You know, one of those things. It's almost like I'm wandering around, I'm lost, I found a house, I wandered the house. Oh, my family set up a surprise party in it. Oh, and then Rambo jumped on my head. No, the uh, 
does seem a little a little weird. I mean, he he doesn't seem weirded out by it, which is strange. He really seems to like the place when he walks into it. And then when he sees his party, he has a split second of what? And then when he picks up the card and sees it for him, he's like, he's all for it. It must be the part of a surprise party. I mean, but that's a hell of a surprise party, uh, though, because normally you're led to a surprise party. You're you're. I mean that that's pretty tricky. I mean, are they? Did you think they sent that guy who got killed earlier? To was he hired maybe to like Billy's going the wrong way? You know, send Steve and Steve went, and Steve kind of deflected him back towards the house. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can think of. But then, unfortunately, Steve got killed by Catman there. and But I do like the fact that he really... He so wants his family to remember his birthday that he believes in this dilapidated, abandoned house in the middle of nowhere. They have thrown him a surprise party. Not in the whole house. Just this one room. And they've also placed a giant life-size doll in one of the chairs. It all makes sense. So that's spookies, and clearly something bad might be happening in a moment to Billy, and I apologize about that to um, you Billy fans of Billy out there. But let's go on to Ghost House. And we left, left Ghost House, and there was the the guy and his girlfriend, the Dutch girlfriend. She was going to get chili with jalapenos, and the guy was sitting down at his uh, CB radio, ham radio, whatever it was, trying to, um, he's changing sort of stations and, and such, trying to pick up the friend of his he spoke to earlier, and they were talking after the Celtics game. So let's listen to this. quite like that minute I, I like that minute because it is so weird it's just basically two people standing around a radio as the tape recorder goes and just strange stuff is happening and then the screams then i love the the, the guy scream followed us just just when you think like oh ah, the, the woman's scream comes on i like that that's a bit of it's a bit of weirdness and it foreshadows that there will be some some weird but i mean both of these films have weirdness in them a lot of the Spooky's weirdness is from the production. Ghost House's weirdness is actual sort, actually sort of built in to the script. So, um, you know, I don't, th- I don't think Umberto Lenzi was any stranger to weirdness, but I, I do, I do like this this minute quite a bit. I mean, the first half of it is mostly a guy sitting there listening to you know static on the radio. So yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna leap up and down with joy during that half but once it starts and it starts to sort of settle into noise and, and Martha runs over from I am wondering why he couldn't get up and grab the tape recorder because it's funny because when he says Martha come here and, and then it and then um, we realize that when we saw him sitting at 
the, that opening shot where the camera's looking out the window that pans to the left and we see him at the at the table at the ham radio we're basically where the kitchen area is so that's where Martha is so it's like, Martha come here quick <laughs> and then it cuts to pardon me it cuts to I mean, you see Martha sort of up against the back wall um, putting the chili together. That's weird because she she kind of walks rather quickly all the way to him. And he says, give me that tape recorder over there. And she walks, grabs the tape, quickly! And he hands her the tape and he hits play. And I, I'm, I'm glad he had a blank tape in there because I never would have just had a blank tape sitting in a tape recorder like that. I would have taped over something that I would have wanted to. And um, although by 1988... Jeez, by 1988, if I was using a tape recorder, it was to um, tape, uh, make copies of like vinyl LPs and stuff like that. So I could have, I would have probably owned the vinyl, so I would have gladly taped it over for something like this. But it, it's interesting to me that he's sitting at the, and let me just, let me just have a look, because I got, I got it right here. And yeah, he's, he's sitting at the, um, He's sitting at the radio and he doesn't have headphones on. He's not attached to it, but he makes Martha run like all the way across the room, get the tape recorder and hand it to him when the tape recorder is actually much closer to him than it is to her. Personally, the moment I heard that, I would have jumped up, ran and grabbed the recorder and set it up rather than having my girlfriend run all the way to the kitchen and sort of admonishing her to go quicker. And, um, yeah... And uh, it's it. It is it does kind of strike me as strange because I would imagine with all the equipment there, he must have a cassette, he must have a tape deck in there somewhere. I would I would imagine for recording the calls, right? I mean, the way he sounds at the beginning, he sounds like a disc jockey or a DJ, as the kids call them. And and so you you would think he he'd he'd have like a. I mean, I would think he'd have a um, a tape deck in there with the tape in it. That's just, I mean, that, that minute, I mean, it gets Martha over there so both of them can stand and stare at the radio and like, what the hell is that kind of thing? But but I almost think like he's got, like the tape recorder, he's got like an old style tape recorder, you know, with the handle and it swings around and it's got the one speaker and that kind of thing. When everything else he has is full 1988 stereo, um, is, is perfect stereo ham radio equipment, t- top of the line. Um, it strikes me strange that he doesn't have a tape deck there. That I mean, you would think, right? Like when he was recording stuff, if he's doing it like a DJ, he'd have like a tape deck there, maybe with um, a blank tape in there ready to hit record at a moment's notice. Um, I would have actually preferred that. If he, if it, if it had, the moment he heard something going weird, um, it maybe cut to him, him of a shot of like pushing, um, playing record on a tape deck. You see the tape starting. I mean, Martha, get over here, quick, please, get over here rather than having her grab the tape recorder, because that just looks like he's being lazy. Because he's sitting in front of it, and it's obviously turned up loud enough for them to hear it. Um, and he could have grabbed the tape recorder quicker and had it going, like, probably five, ten seconds earlier. Um, now, I don't mean to spend the whole time admonishing him, because I like Martha's earrings. And as I've said earlier, I've, I, have, I've, I'm, I, um, I have a fondness for Martha. And, um, and I hope they do get to eat their chili, because I think it's late now. And um, I don't know what they have planned for the next day, if it's school or whatever it is, but um, he's probably just going to sit his ham radio all day. Actually, they're going to go to the ghost house, I think, tomorrow. Uh, regardless, yeah, that, that's what this minute is, and I, and I like the um, I like the fact that, that there's something wonderful and creepy about him being on the ham radio, the CB, the, 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 the you know, the, the, the um, whatever it is he's on, 
and um, sort of just flipping through, hearing something stopping, and then hearing that. I mean, that's and 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 the fact that the woman scream comes right after that is just like what what is that? What is what is this this sound? Where is this coming from? This isn't this isn't someone. On the, I mean, surely if if this if this person is is in a place where they're just about to be killed by something, you're not going to hop on a ham radio and try to get B.J. McKay uh, to come and save you. He's going to be too far away. And so it's obviously something else is going on. There's a really wonderful weirdness to it that I like, and it's it's eerie. I guess I guess is the way to describe it. You know, whereas Spookies just has a kind of what the hell. This has a more. It Spookies has a kind of what the hell. Do they know what they're doing? And and mostly they did, but it was a clash of visions and things that make Spookies weird. Whereas Ghost House right here has a sense of eerie and has a feeling of, yes, we know what we're doing. Please, come on. We know what we're doing. Just let us do it. So that's a Ghost House Minute 11. Yeah, so we get that weird thing. I, li- I like the, the man scream followed by the woman scream a moment later because it is unexpected. And I, I like whenever they... Well, we'll, well, eventually we will learn what this is. And um, we will talk more about it then. But um, I really can't talk about it now. But yes, yeah, so there's something going on there. And I, I, um, I, I'm hoping Martha was, was uh, getting them a couple nice bowls of chili. They'll sit in front of the, the ham radio, talk to some friends or something like that. That's got to be fun, right? I mean, you're sitting in a place. Because the great thing about the radio is like, you know, when you're like, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk to you tomorrow. I want to spend some quality time with Martha. You know, you can turn off the uh, the radio. I bet a Martha, I'm going to Martha kick this episode. I, you know, I apologize. I'm, Billy and Martha, the Spooky's Ghost House story on VH1 with Alice Cooper. No, uh, so so th- 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 this was episode 11, everyone. So, yes, we left off Billy, and there's a little robot approaching Billy, and um, Martha and her boyfriend have heard something really weird over the CB, the Citizens Band. I guess that's what it is. Um, so uh, I'm just going to let it go with that. Yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, And uh, be good to yourselves, everyone. And I will be back next time with uh, episode 12, coming minutes 12. Listen to this. 